Hey folks, you're listening to an episode of Cultural Lenses, a show about life from the perspective of an Indian man who grew up in the Middle East and is now living in Canada. Cultural Lenses is hosted by Nikhil Chodimela, otherwise known as LR11, or more simply as LR. LR is part of Casual Master Quest, a podcast network fulfilling all of your gaming needs. CMQ has two shows, Casual Master Quest, a show about video games and everything else not related, and Casual Quest Masters, a Dungeons & Dragons show where LR has an affinity for Goliaths and Pseudo-Dragons. You can learn more about CMQ on Twitter at CMQ Network. LR is also a part of BARS, Becoming an Anti-Racist Society, a place where you can safely educate yourself about matters related to race and how we can better ourselves. Bars is hosted every Friday on twitch.tv slash she snaps at 10 p.m. Eastern Time. The theme song of Cultural Lenses was made by good friends of LR, Revelries. You can find them on Spotify and also on Twitter at Revelries Music. And finally, to keep up with LR and all of what he does, make sure you follow him on Twitter at LRThe11th, on Instagram at lr 11 and on Twitch, where he occasionally streams at twitch.tv slash LR11. Enjoy the show. back to another episode of Cultural Lenses. I'm your host, Nick Hill Chodimela, otherwise known as LR11, or more simply as LR. Um, how's everybody doing? Thank you for tuning in. Um, there's, <laughs> there's so much going on. Um, today's episode is going to be about just a little bit about like just maybe a more like a vague peek into um so 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 the title of the episode is the american dream because i wanted to talk about what the american dream means to outsiders um how america is perceived by outsiders because a majority of my listeners are from the states um, a lot of my friends that I've made over the years are from the States and I just kind of wanted to give that insight, but I, you know, without trying to like make it sound like I'm particularly leaning, yeah, like I, I want to do this in the most, um, unpolitical way as possible. I want to do this from like a human point of view. I've mentioned this before where I'm like, I, I try to explain and provide opinions and viewpoints from a human lives point of view from a human rights point of view 
there are many things that I don't know about specific details about things in the States, but today I just wanted to share some of the uh, ways that America is perceived from the outside from the outside looking in. And I know that a lot of a lot of my friends, a lot of the people that I've surrounded myself with have a pretty good idea of how the rest of the world sees the States, but I still thought maybe this will help somebody understand mm, or give somebody a better idea. Um, and I, it's, it's something I didn't want to do because I was afraid of getting too negative to caught up in in a lot of like the bad energy surrounding the states right now and letting that affect the way i was to tell you the story but this is very not story but to to, to share this with you but this is very apart from being topical i think this is important so the American dream is basically this, this vision, this dream that that's built up for, you know, for people across the world outside of the States of, of, of a set of ideals, democracy, rights, liberty, opportunity, and, uh, equality. Um, and all of this comes in a nice little package giving people that come to the States uh, an opportunity for prosperity, success, and, and, and social, uh, so social equity, social um, currency for the family and like to, to be able to move around through society and establish a place for yourself and build a life for yourself. And the American dream is sold to us. Um, I remember growing up and seeing, um, uh, in, in various forms of media, um, you know, watching movies specifically, there's that one fucking movie with, I'm going to, I'm going to look it up right now, but, um, it's Eddie Murphy, I believe. And he's, he's an, he's a prince somewhere in Africa. And he, and he comes to the States, coming to America. <laughs> That's what it's called, coming to America. Um, you know, watching movies like that, watching movies like a lot of the comedy movies, a lot, you know, uh, Ace Ventura, there's this, there's this um, expectation of, 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 you know, a, a part of it is ridiculousness in terms of what's available to you as an average citizen. You know, uh, the kind of resources, the kind of rights, the kind of things that you have access to. Um, watching movies uh, about, <clears throat> excuse me, watching movies centered around uh, children. Um, like, uh, I, I don't, I, I can't even think of specific movies because it's things like being able to work part time before the, you know, when you're 16 or whatever, you pick up a paper route, uh, save up your own money, work hard, and then, you know, be able to afford things for yourself. 
uh, because you're kind of like self-sufficient, independent, uh, and you kind of forge and make your way through the world. You go off to college, find a job, you work hard. You know, it's it's kind of like hustle, 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 grind, grind, grind. Yeah, eventually, things just uh, fall in place because you saved up all this money. You've been working hard for so long. You'll find somebody, um, uh, you know, who's who's your ideal uh, match, who's your ideal partner, and 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 fall in love and buy a house and settle down, have kids, and then they get to do the same thing over and over again. And at each, I, I will say each culture, each society has its own variation of that, right? But it is, I think, romanticized to us. The American version is romanticized to us heavily. Because I I don't think at least thinking about spending summers in India and watching, you know, family and parents work, well, it became pretty apparent that this is hard. This is difficult. Yes, they're working hard. Yes, my, my family's working hard, but then they're st still not able to move. You know, they're not getting as much money. Their, their, their jobs are not as good. Um... They're, they're very restricted. The ways of thinking are, are narrow and closed. Um, but, oh, look at America. You could go there and do anything you wanted. All you have to do is work hard. If you work hard, you are guaranteed success. And that's kind of, hey, that's the essence of the American dream as opposed to the, the reality in other parts of the world where it is sold to us as a guarantee if you were to just work hard, everything will fall in place. Now, in general, there's some truth to that, I think. You know, where there's a will, there's a way where if you really have a passion for it, if you really want to do it, you'll always find a way to make it work and succeed. But hearing all the different stories from my friends over the years, that's not necessarily the case in the States right now. And I, I, I don't know how to put this in any other way without making it seem like I'm attacking the entire country, <laughs> but um, I wrote down something here, um, and this was pretty apparent to me from early on. Uh, let, me just, let me just read this, what I wrote down. How can you preach values like justice and freedom and equality when you don't care about your citizens? When I was, I think, I must have been in grade 10 or grade 9, uh, that's around when I started uh, going through the process of decide, trying to decide what I wanted to do for my future with my parents. Um, bounced around a bunch of ideas and then eventually they were like, well, do you want to go back to India or do you want to go to other parts of the world to try and study there? And I'm like, I'd, I'd like to explore and visit other parts of the world. It'd be nice to see what life is like elsewhere. And they asked me, what about, uh, okay, what about Europe? I'm like, no, I want to learn another language and I don't really want to go to the UK. I'm like, all right, what about the States? What about America? And I'm like, mm -mm, no, thank you. Uh, and that was maybe when I was, you know, in grade 10. And I'm trying to 
because I have loose notes. Uh, so uh, before I try even to make myself think that I'm unprepared, I have loose notes and I wasn't expecting to go in this particular direction. I always have like loose notes about what to talk about and a few talking points. Um, but it was very apparent to me early on that America is definitely not the place to go. All the way back in 2011, 2010. Because it, it, there, there is no equality in the way people are treated, even in the way people are presented in media. There, there, there is no equality. Now, yeah, fuck. Like if you if you if you look at uh, look at the influence that uh, America has, we were watching the majority like American TV shows in the Middle East. Apart from apart from the fact that, um, you know, don't fucking speak or understand Arabic. Putting that fact aside, the the power and the money and the wealth that American corporations, uh, television and entertainment corporations had accrued, gave them the influence to be able to push um, American media all the way out there and that and all that was also making its way to india and parts of asia so all we were ever seeing was um american media for the most part that's all i uh, i was ever consuming and it became pretty apparent that america is a country that really likes to borrow things from other cultures without giving them their credit they really only care about they, the cool things about other cultures because it seems fun and they're enjoying it but they don't really want to celebrate that culture or those people how much time has has, has the country spent vilifying and putting down black people but love rap culture they love rap they love hip-hop and i will say also in now that i bought this up um indians are <laughs> indians do this a lot where we where we love black culture but we have such a problem against we have such a problem with black people. And I, and I, I don't, I don't have any explanation or background beyond that, but then the, the, the British really incepted, um, the idea of white is right, basically to put it, to put it plainly, the fairer you are, the better you are. The, the 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 chances of people vilifying you are slimmer and i'm talking about more family settings the chances of people vilifying you are slimmer if you are fair if you're dark good luck have fun we'll see you on the other side and i remember as as a youth as a child as a teenager uh, the kinds of ignorant things that me and my friends would say purely because we didn't know better. But I still have some former classmates 
still kind of saying those kinds of things and upholding that kind of lifestyle, thinking that they're gangster, using certain words that they shouldn't be using, um, thinking that they're all that, thinking that there's somebody else borrowing these pieces from these other people without actually caring about those other people. And to me, that's just been America. You, you learn about, you know, colonization. It's, it's, it's a big part of my ethnic roots, right? That's a big part of how the world got set up and, and the world um, got its start. How things are set up now, all like from one end of the globe to the other. It's, it's all because of how um, widespread colonization was by a few countries back then. You think about how they they killed an entire they killed an you know they it was it was genocide. Uh, they cleared out a bunch of people because they wouldn't give land that was theirs. So they're like, hey, we 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 found this place, and they're like. Native Americans are like, no, we've we've been here, dog. They're like, no, we found this place. <laughs> and, and then they started a genocide to establish that fact so that they could take over. How could you find something that people are living on? You, you, you know, I could phrase that better, but then you did not discover America. the 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 language that 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 we use has, has is is very powerful and the language that people continue to use in regards to the foundation and history of the states perpetuates the the falsehood of the american dream america was not discovered america was taken america was stolen Maybe that's a bit aggressive and maybe I'm just uh, I'm emphasizing it to uh, prove a point or drive a point or say something, but it, America was not discovered, you know? Um, and I, I was reading through briefly because I thought it'd be interesting to go through and look at the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution and I might probably do separate episodes on those because those are... <clears throat> problematic on their own in regards to the current uh, issues that the country is facing. But looking at those documents, the Declaration of Independence literally says all men are created equal. And yet it it saddens me looking at everything that's happening now happening now and the people who are against people moving and protesting for freedom and equality for you know equity for all so that people could actually live without having to worry about walking down the street and somebody think that they're doing something and cops are called you know, the 
uh, to put labels to people, we're talking about the far right, the Trump supporters. They're so against people getting equality, people getting freedom, people getting liberty, people being treated fairly, and they brand themselves as purely American and they're worried that all these changes are going to make America un-America, yet they're not even following their own Declaration of Independence. Everybody's sitting and complaining about the protests and riots, yet they forget that that's how y'all took your independence and freedom from the British? It... And, and this is, these are, again, I want to reinstate, like reinforce that these are observations from somebody who has not lived in America. I've visited America. You know, I live in Canada. These are just observations from the outside, from then to now. And it's just a whole muddled mess because it is a mess. But then how, how, how do you, as, as a country that was founded, from essentially a series and, 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 you know, history of, of rights and protesting and standing up for what's right and fighting for each other, not see what's happening right now with the Black Lives Matter movement as anything but American. It is clearly one of the most American things that has happened in a long time. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I'd like to have conversations with people, you know, people who voted, uh, people who identify as Republicans, people who identify as Trump supporters. I'd like to have a conversation to sit down and figure out what's going on because I think we can, we can bridge the gap through compassion, but it's going to be very difficult bridge to build because we need to figure out how to, how to reach them because people are just trying to live and and it's apparent that that's not working and that's not being allowed and we can see that from from wherever we are in the world we can see that that's not being allowed because of the way the systems are set up because of the disproportionate um the, the discriminatory and and racist views that the country as a whole seems to have from the outside. It just seems to have those kinds of views, even when we're like watching, you know, uh, what was that fucking movie? It was Adam Sandler and, and he was a football player and then he gets, he, he gets sent to prison and Maybe that's not a good example, but that was the first example that came to mind when I'm like, even in movies, it's, 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 it's only ever black people in prison. And that's the power that the American media has when it has so much influence and money and driving force behind it. And, and, you know, we're surrounded by films, media, music, books, all from American creators. Uh, obviously a lot of these things are going to reflect the, the, um, the viewpoints to some extent, either subconsciously, you know, or consciously, 
It's going to reflect the viewpoints and the current state of the country of where it's coming from or life from the perspective of the creator. And so two things are going to happen in general. You know, watching a movie where the generic white main hero protagonist goes to prison um, and it's all black people, there's two things that are going to happen. And when you see that over and over again, on one side, you're either going to be like, oh, black people must be um, more, uh, uh, you know, predisposed to doing crime. And so black people must be evil. Or you're going to be like, hmm, watching all these movies where they include prisons in the movies, there sure are a lot of black people. I wonder why. And that's just from consuming media. And then when you get a chance to actually read the news and you learn and you look at some numbers and you look at some statistics, it it's just fucking ridiculous, man. I'm genuinely worried about my friends and my family in the States. And there's nothing I can do. And so all I could do is sit here and tell you that I don't even know what to tell you. You know? You gotta vote. That's right now. Do that right now. If you can, if you're not, if you can, you should. I mean, if you can, obviously, but you should vote. Vote for, vote for change. Well, they always say that, and I don't want to be cheesy. I'm not trying to do that. Just, it can't be Trump. Sure, at this point, it's probably fairly easy to label me as, you know, um, Democrat or a liberal or somebody who swings left, uh, super far leaning left. But then just looking at all the things that has happened over the years, it is especially over the last four years and all the things that's been said and all the news articles that have come out. It is very apparent that there is a group of individuals holding extremely old school, discriminatory, racist views and practices, and they don't care about the people because if you just take a look at the healthcare system, you take a look at the police system, you take a look at the funding being pumped, pumped into the military, the funding being taken away from education. Did you know that two thirds of adult Americans don't know about the Holocaust? It is an education system that is forced around it, that is formed around driving home the fact that America is the greatest country in the world. I've heard stories about how, from friends, about how American history teaches you that every war that America has been involved in, they've won, which is a lie. And this, these are all things that, these are just things that I've picked up over the years from watching American media. How much of it is true? Or, hey, LR, by the way, this is true, or this is false for so-and-so. I've done, I've done my research, too. I've looked, I've looked at 
you know, news articles I've double checked, I've triple checked, gone through their references, gone through their sources because you have to check and check for credibility and double check all of your sources of information going back and forth with, um, different websites for statistics, but looking at the education part scares me because you're removing funding from all these different schools that people need to be able to learn about the world and to gain skills and knowledge to be able to tackle the problems in the world, but you're putting them down. You're taking away funding from teachers. Teachers can't even afford to buy, like they don't even have the budget to buy crayons. How, how is that right? How do people let that happen? I, even even if I even if even putting this like even if this wasn't a political based discussion, how is taking away funding from schools right when they can't afford to do or provide things for their students? Yeah. Um, America, you've got some problems. And you have such an influence on the world, and the world is just watching and waiting to see what would happen. Your music, your movies, your TV shows, books have such an influence and weigh heavily on us and either motivate us or push us down for whatever the reason, because, you know, art can do that. A majority of my favorite artists are from the States. And that's insane. I, I think I just realized, like it's insane that a majority of my favorite artists come from this one country with like six percent of the world's population. If you were to go down, the, the world would struggle for a bit, honestly, economically. Don't and also don't quote me on the economic stuff. I have no idea. I'm a fucking there. There's a reason I didn't do comp sci. <laughs> Math is not my strong suit. <laughs> I just wanted to go through that because it is just very depressing. Um, not depressing, it's the wrong word, but it is it is very saddening. Makes me sad seeing all the things happening. And this probably didn't help. I don't think this was particularly helpful, but I I, I it was more of a ranty kind of thing that I just wanted to get out there. I, I truly, uh, sorry, um, I truly do love all of my friends. I've managed to surround myself with, with good people who, who care about others and who care about the people around them. And I think that's what what the average American needs most right now. Um, and in this more of a general thing, uh, some compassion and some empathy, because there's just so much wrong with how the the culture and society is set up to be so consumer based and so self self individualized, where it's all about me. I need this. I want this. It's my turn. I have to do this now. There, there can't, 
That can't be the... That's sad. And I will, I will also reiterate, there are so many, you know, it's not like Canada is perfect. India is not perfect. The UAE is not perfect. There's so many problems all over the place. This is, this is a guarantee. This is a given. Why this is so significant is because of how much, you know, as I've mentioned, how much weight that America has in this world and how it is currently set up. I saw something like, you know, with only like 6% of the population, America uses two-thirds of the world's paper. Or like two-thirds of the world's paper use comes from the states. Um, that's that's just how much of the how much of a capitalist consumer society that, you know, uh corporate first society that America's turned into, where it's just constantly about lining the pockets of the one percent while everybody in the middle of the low class keep get pushing further and further down. Have some compassion and empathy. Try and help somebody, people around you, at least one person throughout your life. I'm not even talking about today, I'm not even talking about right now. Just throughout your life, just watch out for others because we are social creatures and I I I don't know, like I think you can have some common courtesy, common considerations, moving and navigating through public spaces or even just the people around you, your neighbors. You know, if you're estranged from your parents and don't really have any friends, like I'm sure you could at least reach out to your neighbors and say, hello, hi, what's up? Because adding all these different people, I made a good point on bars this past week and bars is becoming an anti-racist society where we have these kinds of discussions in further depth, further uh, detail. Um, on twitch.tv forward slash she snaps you should go follow and subscribe by the way um i made a point of how people are like spices everybody's a little different everybody has a different flavor everybody has a different scent and you know you want to be able to mix them into your life just like you would make seasonings and spices into food in different amounts and different you know combinations to add some spice to your life to add some flavor to have some variety yeah i don't know i just i i i, I wanted to make this i'm reaching the end now i'm about to end here but i wanted to make this because i just kind of wanted to get it out there and I wanted, I wanted to maybe give you a viewpoint, but I ended up talking more about like what's currently happening than a viewpoint. But I don't know. I, I, I truly am worried about all of you in the States right now. And I hope you're all doing okay. Um, please vote. Um, a vote that isn't for Biden at this point is a vote that's for Trump. And that cannot happen again. The, the, the country, uh, country needs somebody who's not Trump. So, anyways, I am, um, trying to find sex worker to have a conversation with. I think that'll be fun. Um, I still haven't reached out to anybody, um, who's a, uh, in a, a identifies as female in the esports 
uh, community. Um, I still haven't talked to anybody. Not that I haven't identified uh, people, but I haven't talked to anybody. But I do want to bring on uh, somebody to do that because I think that could be fun. And I've got some plans and uh, I'm not sure what's happening next week. I really haven't planned it yet, but we'll see. But thank you very much for listening. Please stay safe. Wear a mask. Uh, wash your hands. Go vote if you can. Wash your legs. Um, and I will see you all later. Bye-bye.